All right. It has been way too long since I've done this. And a lot of people have been bugging me to do it. So I'm just going to do it. It is the return of Tom Talks. It will be a brief return. Uh, This is just an update episode to kind of let people know what happened to the podcast, what happened in the last year or so with me, and we're just going to go for it. So let's get right into it. Tom Talks, around this time last year, I want to say it was late January, we were on our 33rd episode, 34, somewhere around there, and I needed to put the podcast on hold. I was doing too much stuff at work. I was working on an audio documentary on the side. I was producing a million shows, and I just didn't have time to put in the effort that I wanted to put into this podcast to make it really good. I didn't want to half-ass it. I, I really care about this podcast, and uh, I cared about my listeners having a good podcast to listen to, and I just wanted to do it right. So I thought I would be able to put it on hold while I was working on the audio documentary, and once that would be done, then I would start the podcast back up. The audio documentary came out great. Myself and Jerry Mailhot, one of my former coworkers at ESPN, worked on it together. It was a ton of fun. And again, really happy with how it came out. But I'll give you the quick lowdown as to what transpired on that front. Took us from, I want to say, early February until early May to do. Maybe late January, early May mid-May, and we had been led to believe that the podcast was going to be published on a channel at ESPN that a lot of people click on. It's It was going to be a channel that uh, is pretty high on the pecking order of what that department deems important, and unfortunately, once we finished the project... We were told it was not going to be published on that channel, and it had been bumped. And, you know, these things happen. It was definitely a miscommunication between different managers and executives. Uh, But at the same time, the project that ended up getting put in the place of what we thought was going to go there, which was our project, was definitely more important than what we did. Uh, I don't know if it was better or not. I never listened to it, but it was definitely more important and it got preferential treatment. And now our audio documentary just sits on a server in Bristol, Connecticut. And I don't know if anyone's ever going to hear it. Um, It is about the 2016 Rhodes Scholar winner, Kylan Moore who went to TCU, had an amazing story, Um, talked to a lot of really cool people in the making of the doc, talked to Myron Roll, talked to Gary Patterson, got to talk to Kylan a lot, got to talk to his brother Chase, who's now a corner at Texas, talked to Kylan's mom, who's an absolute rock star, talked to Snoop Dogg's right-hand man for the Snoop League, which was really cool, and... He even hinted at us possibly getting Snoop as a guest on the documentary, as someone to talk to. And 
We had a hilarious text conversation back and forth. That's a different story for another day. Um, but it was a ton of fun, and hopefully one day I can get that podcast posted somewhere because I'm really proud of it. At the very least, I'd love Kylan to listen to it one day. Um, but things happened, and it now sits on a server in Bristol. So when that podcast was finished, I was working on Rosillo and Canel slash the Ryan Rosillo show, and I was working a lot. I mean, I it was just busy, busy, busy for me, and I didn't have time again to put into Tom Talks the way I wanted to. And then we started up our post-show podcast in conjunction with the Rosillo show, and that did really well, and I loved doing that with Michelle Smallman and Steve Cerruti. We did nine episodes before it came to a anticlimactic ending. It was a ton of fun. It did really well for what it was. It was just, you know, three producers talking about a show, which is kind of crazy because if you're a fan of the show, you think you would just want to listen to the show, but fans really love the the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's pretty nuts. So... We did that and it was a ton of fun and you know that's kind of what I was doing in my free time that I would have been doing Tom Talks. So we were doing one or two of those a week and I was editing the podcast as well so it was taking up a little bit more of my time and I, I loved doing it. I thought we were doing a good job and unfortunately my time at ESPN came to an end and you know I miss it a lot. I miss the people I worked with a lot. I still have a ton of respect for a lot of people I worked with there. I still listen to the stuff a lot. Um, you know, it's definitely hard leaving, but at the same time, everything happens for a reason, and it was my time to go. So in the middle of the summer, I had my last day and came abruptly, and it is what it is. And from there, I hit the job search, and I had a few offers. I had a few really cool conversations with places. Uh, There was a point where I thought I was going to be moving across the country, which was exciting. A lot of stuff happened in a very short period of time for me, which was really cool. And I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, but it was cool to finally see that four-letter network on your resume actually do something for you you know it was always the thing that people said oh you know come do your time here in Bristol and then put it on your resume and you can work anywhere well it's not like I got an offer from everywhere but I had a lot of really cool conversations with cool people um I obviously don't want to start listing them off because who knows down the road where I could work or what have you but um It was really cool to go through that process. Um, It was hard. It was really hard. I don't want to sit here and make it seem like it was easy. I put a lot of effort into it. It became my full-time job to get my next job. And uh, that's never easy. Never, never easy. And for anyone that's dealt with losing their job and looking for that next job, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're sending annoying emails and you're bugging people and you're sending texts and snapchats and 
DMs on Twitter and who who knows? I mean, I was using every medium, LinkedIn, and it was weird. It, it, it's funny how different looking for a job in 2017 is only a few years after when I was looking for a job graduating in 2014. But, you know, technology, whatever. So after all that, looking for a job, talking to a lot of different people, a lot of different places, uh, I landed at 98.5 The Sports Hub. It's a station that I had always loved from afar. A lot of people know that before I was at ESPN, I had two different stints at WEEI, a year-long stint right before ESPN, and then an internship the summer before graduating. So WEEI was, and still is, a part of my personality and my profile as a person in this business, and I have a ton of respect for that place, and they gave me my first opportunity to really have a legit shot in working in this field. So, you know, I'll always have love for that place. But any person in sports radio is lying to you, in this market especially, if they say that they only listen to one or the other. And I always listened to both. And like I said, 98.5 is a place I always had respect for and I was always curious about. And uh, the story of how I ended up here is actually pretty interesting. When I started my job search, my former host and a person who is going to be a mentor of mine in this industry for a long time, Ryan Rossillo, was super, super helpful with getting me in touch with really cool people and important people at awesome places in media. And one of the people he reached out to for me was Mike Felger. And we corresponded through email back and forth. And Felger ended up getting me in touch with the right people here at 98.5. And they didn't necessarily have a position open. But once I got back and forth with the assistant PD here, he liked my profile as someone that could work here and someone that could be of value here. And a few weeks went by and then they had an offer for me. So I'm forever grateful to Rosillo, not only for being an awesome host to have worked for, but helping me take that next step in my career. Uh, and I really hope I get to work with him again in some capacity down the line, but who knows. So my role at 98.5 The Sports Hub is primarily as the producer of the Celtics Radio Network, which is, if you know me or have listened to this podcast in the past, you know how obsessed I am with the Celtics and how crazy that is uh, to have me producing these games with Sean Grandy and Cedric Maxwell. It's just kind of mind-blowing still to this day. So yeah, I, I words can't really describe how it feels every time I'm producing one of those games. It's insane. I know it sounds corny, uh, but it again, if you know me personally and you know how crazy I am about the Celtics. It's it's ridiculous that I'm producing these games. So uh, that's my primary role. And outside of that, I work on a lot of shows at night. I work on shows on the weekend. I do overnights to help out with pre-production for all the shows the next day. Uh, I've been shadowing some Bruins broadcasts, but they're pretty well staffed on that end. I'm the backup producer for Patriots games, which is in another insane thing. 
but it's it's crazy, man. It's it's really crazy to be a part of those team broadcasts for the teams that I really love. Uh, you know, I did a lot of game broadcasts at ESPN on the national level, and they occasionally would have the Celtics or the Patriots or a Red Sox game on Sunday Night Baseball, but that was just different. It just felt different. It wasn't the same. It, it's really not the same working on a national broadcast as it is working on the local broadcast. You're just so focused on your team. Uh, it's just a different vibe. And I don't know if one is better than the other, but I know I'm enjoying this one right now. So it's 2018. It is 3.58 a.m. on January 3rd. So I got into work at around 11.30 on January 2nd. So I'm in the middle of an overnight here. Had some downtime. Uh, wanted to just bang this out really quick. And a lot of people have been bugging me to do it. So here you go. Uh, it's short and sweet. Uh, 2018 has a lot of stuff in store for me that hopefully over the next few weeks will come to fruition here and we can start rolling things out and posting stuff and get rolling um that's all i can really say right now but what i will say is tom talks will remain on hold as other stuff is being worked on and figured out um but i don't think that this feed is going to be gone forever it's just going to continue to be gone for now um so if you enjoy this podcast i guess continue to keep it in your podcast feed until we're back for good. Uh, I guess I can let you know if and when that's going to happen. Oh, and one thing I want to mention, when this does get going again, or if it ever does, like I said, I'm not going to do the song of the week thing anymore. One or two of the episodes have actually been yanked down because I had full songs at the end of them up on SoundCloud. And I always knew that there was a chance that was going to happen. Uh, But I was kind of just risking it because I was like, ah, you know, it's just Tom Talks who actually cares. But they have algorithms and stuff to figure that stuff out. So they figured it out and they took one or two episodes down. So uh, whenever this thing gets going again, it'll I'll just pick a random number in the 30s and we'll go from there. But I know that literally no one cares about that. I'm kind of just putting this out into the universe because I don't know. This maybe this whole thing is more for me than you guys. Um, all right, let's just close this out because I've kind of just been yammering on here for like 12 minutes. Uh, I miss ESPN, I loved my job there, but I'm on to the next chapter. I've been here since late September and I love it. I love my new job, I love being back in Boston. I love being closer to home. I love seeing my old friends. It's not like I was ever really that far away anyways, and I saw them a lot, but I love having my life back up here again. Uh, I hate the cold. I still want to live on the West Coast one day, so don't be surprised if that happens. Eventually, please happen sooner rather than later, please. No, but seriously, I really love my job. Uh, I love it here, and I'm really excited for 2018. So hopefully I can get going on those projects that I've been working on soon. Again, that's really all I can say as of now, because I want to make sure everything is set in stone and is good to go before I start talking about it publicly. 
and hopefully I have news on that front for you guys very soon. And that was actually kind of how I was with Tom Talks. I had been talking with people forever about starting this podcast, and eventually it just happened. So I'm not bullshitting you. Like, there is stuff on the way. I just really want to make sure my ducks are in a row before I start talking about things. Because if there's one thing that I've learned in my very brief career in media so far is that the last thing you should ever do is count your chickens before they hatch. So I'm just keeping it close to the vest right now. So, you know, you'll just have to wait and see. Thanks for continuing to reach out to me and, uh, you know, bother me about this podcast. It makes me feel like what I did with all those episodes and even with the post-show pod to a degree with the Rosillo Show crew, uh, it makes me feel like I, this was worthwhile and people actually enjoyed it and it gave me confidence to continue to pursue this on-air thing as I continue to do this behind-the-scenes stuff. Let's just wrap this up because I've talked for way too long. Uh, we're not going to do a song of the week because I don't want this episode to get yanked down. So uh, I'll talk to you when I talk to you and uh, have a good 2018. Go Celtics! Go Celtics!